Greetings, my peeps, and welcome to the All Things Basketball Podcast with your boy GD. In part two of my week 20 review, I'll talk about all this scoring that's going on in the NBA, all these 50-point games, these 40-point games, and so forth, and my thoughts on the scoring that's taking place. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. We're still in the week 20 review. Um, I did a good part of it in the first half. But the second half, I want to focus on the scoring that's been going on. Uh, It seems like lately, uh, scoring has been up. Scoring has been up in the NBA. Uh, You're seeing a lot of crazy scores. You're seeing a lot of offensive explosions. Uh, I don't think I'm going out on a limb when I say this, but this may be one of the best scoring seasons since 1983-84. What happened in 1983-84? You had um, the highest scoring game in that season between Denver and Detroit. Mind you, it went to about five overtimes, but it's still a highest scoring game. You had that. You had uh, some p- prolific scorer, uh, scorers in that, uh, in that season there. Adrian Dantley ended up the scoring leader with over 30 per game. Uh, amongst the top five were Alex English, Kiki Vandeway as well, uh, and Bernard King, who... For my Knicks, by the way, he had a uh, back-to-back 50-point uh, game against uh, uh, two Texas teams, actually, uh, against San Antonio and Dallas. Yeah, I want to say it was San Antonio and Dallas that he had the back-to-back 50-point game. So, uh, yeah, so I think... In terms of the scoring, this year has been the best scoring season since that time there. Uh, I think the numbers will bear out when the season is over. So, uh, Last week you had some 50-point games. This week you had uh, three of them. Um, two teammates and an old man. <laughs> uh, so... Let's get into the other ones before I get into those. So, uh, actually, the week started with Julius Randle for the Knicks getting a career high 46 points. And he did that with eight three pointers, uh, nine rebounds. And the Knicks got the win at home versus Sacramento 131 to 115. So. Julius Randle, the embattled Julius Randle, who's heard his share of critics throughout the season. He's gone at it with the fans back and forth, so so on and so forth. So, um, yeah. Oh, by the way, I forgot to mention in that first part that the, the um, Cam Reddish for the Knicks is going to be out for the season 
with the shoulder injury that he suffered. So um, he's going to miss the rest of this season. Bad break for him. He was just getting his feet under him with the Knicks. So now he gets to sit out, rehab, and get himself ready for next season. Uh, I think he could be an integral part of what they do going forward. So, And also Lou Dort, he's out for OKC. He has a torn labrum, so uh, so both those guys are out for the season. So I kind of digress because I was talking Knicks. So, uh, yeah, so Julius Randle, yeah, so you've seen all of that he's been going through. So for him to get a career high, uh, it's kind of nice for him. So then we move on to MVP candidate Joel Embiid who has 43 points, 14 rebounds, 3 blocks, 2 steals, as the Sixers beat Chicago 121-106. to So, another 40-point game there. And B, who's amongst the top 3 in scoring. So, um, that's going to be pretty interesting because I think it's uh, mere percentage points that separate the 3. So... It's going to be interesting uh, as we go down to the stretch. Uh, Darius Garland, uh, who's having a phenomenal year. 41 points for him, 13 assists, and two steals as Cleveland squeaks by Indiana on the road. 127 to 124. Um, and of course, they're doing this without their all-star center, Jared Allen. So, um, yeah, Darius Garland, he's got to carry a bit of the load here. Uh, him, Mobley, uh, Kevin Love, and those guys there. So, then you have Giannis Antetokounmpo, who actually had a back-to-back. He almost gets 40, uh, 39 points, 7 rebounds, 7 assists, 3 steals, as they beat OKC 142 to 115. Again, see the outlandish uh, scoring here. And then uh, the following night at home, he scores 43 points with tw- 12 rebounds and five assists as they beat Atlanta 124 to 115. So, uh, so Giannis almost having two 40 point games in the week. So, but. Giannis doing Giannis things. So, and then we come to Jason Tatum. Uh, we talked about him last week. What he did on that Sunday there, um, uh, he, when he dropped over fifty points in on Sunday. Then he comes back this week with a forty-four point game, uh, six three-pointers he hits in that game, along with five rebounds, three steals, as Boston on the road beats. Uh, Charlotte, it's kind of a theme here for Charlotte, 115 to 101. I'll tell you about that in a minute. Um, another MVP candidate, Nikolai Jokic, uh, nearly 40 points, 38 points, 18 rebounds, seven assists as they go on the road and beat Sacramento Kings 106 to 100. Um, you know. Jokic, of course, 
prominent in the MVP conversation. So, uh, continuing his onslaught. Gary Trent Jr., uh, uh, another unlikely candidate with 40-plus game, 42 points. He had eight uh, threes in that game, along with eight rebounds as... As uh, Toronto on the road beats Phoenix in a surprising win there, 117-112. And then you have Clay Thompson, who nearly has 40 himself, 38. And he has eight threes, six rebounds, and five assists, beating Milwaukee uh, at home, 122-109. So Clay rounding into shape here. Um, I, I think you you're uh, seeing uh, remnants of the old clay here. So uh, that's not gonna be good news for uh, the rest of the league, but that's good news for Golden State. So, and then uh, Utah faces Sacramento Kings. Of course, they're the victim again this week. Actually, three times this week they uh, give up some big scoring. And actually, in this game, he had two 40-point scorers. Jordan Clarkson off the bench. He had 45 points on seven threes as Utah beats Sacramento 134 to 125. And in the loss, De'Aaron Fox, he has 41 points. And he hits five threes along with 11 assists. So there you have two 40-point scores in one game. So so that's saying something there. <clears throat> Another unlikely person, uh, Josh Hart. Josh Hart, who newly arrived in Portland. Uh, he drops 44 points. Well, newly arrived. You know, he went, came there in the trade deadline. Uh, 44 points, six threes. He also has eight rebounds, six assists, four steals. He's been playing well since he's got gotten to uh, Portland there. So, and they actually got the win here, 127 to 118 over the Washington Wizards. So, uh, Trey Young, he has a 47 point uh game. Uh, as his team gets to win 131 to 128. So he has seven threes in that game, five rebounds, two steals. So, so quite a few 40 point games last week. Uh, by my count, it's, uh, 10 of them. And then of course you had the three 50 point games. Uh, Kyrie was the first to have a 50-point game that during the week. He got his um, versus Charlotte. Remember I mentioned Charlotte being uh, kind of a theme here or where people are just balling out against him. So he gets 50 against them on Tuesday, uh, 132 to 121. They get the win there. Of course, Nets is on the road because Kyrie is playing. So, and then his teammate uh, KD he drops fifty three points against my Knicks. Oh gosh, <laughs> to get the win, one ten to one oh seven, 
And it took every bit of those 53 points to beat the Crosstown rivals. He shot actually 19 for 37 from the field and 11 to 12 from the free throw line, along with uh, nine assists and six rebounds in that game. So, uh, and then actually, uh, uh, kind of deviate. Uh, uh, Katie goes on this tirade against the mayor of New York, Eric Adams, uh, talking about the mandate. He says it's silly. Um, is keeping Kyrie from playing. Um, it doesn't make sense. Uh, he's he's got a vendetta against the Nets, so on and so forth. Uh, Earth to KD. This mandate was in place before Adams came on the scene. So uh, what he did, he tweaked it a bit, but there's still there's still the. I mean, some of it can be confusing because actually Kyrie had to pay for a ticket to be to go see his team play <laughs> the Knicks at um at Barclay which seems odd and then he ends up going in the locker room and the team gets fined anyway on top of that so so there's that uh is I'm not going to lie it's a bit confusing but I almost get it, even with the confusion. Uh, I guess the thinking is that, you know, you got, you know, state and city employees who are not getting vaccinated. It is above my pay grade. I'll just leave it alone. But... Part of me understands it, but it is confusing. I ain't going to lie. I ain't going to lie. It is confusing. But so Kevin Durant goes on this tirade in his post game, uh, in a, you know, uh, post game with the media. So, uh, so, you know, you, you know how sensitive, uh, between him and Kyrie, uh, forget about it. So, so you have the two, two, Two teammates there going for uh, 50, you know, 50 plus points. So, And then you have LeBron James, who became the oldest player to have multiple 50-point games in a season uh, at the age of 37. Uh, the player that he overtook, Bernard King who at age 34 had a couple of 50-point games uh, in, I want to say that was with the Washington, with the Washington Wizards. Were they the Wizards at the time? May have been the Bullets, but with the Washington team. So, um, he and that was in 1990-91. So, uh, oh, by the way, uh, he got his, he got his 50 point game against the Washington Wizards, 122 to 109. So it just comes full circle. It seems so. So LeBron James with another 50 point game on the season. So, um, uh, again, I say 
This year has probably been the best scoring season we've had in quite a while. Nearly 40 years. Wow. Man. Oh, man. So, um, yeah, and I think there's more to come. Uh, you'll see more outbursts like this before the season's out. Uh, we still got uh, probably about less than three, uh, less than a quarter of games to go. So, yeah, I think you're going to see more of this as the season progresses. So, um, yeah, so uh, it'll be interesting, guys. That That's for sure. So uh, probably some 60 games. On the horizon, um, will anybody get near Kobe at eight? Kobe's eighty-one. The way things are going, I I can't limit it. I can't limit it. I can't limit it. So uh, we'll we'll see. Um, you know, uh, my buddy and I probably will probably be the first to say, yeah, the defense is soft this year. It's soft. So um, yeah, you could say that. You could definitely say that. So, is it the change in the rules? Because um, there was some rule changes coming in that kind of uh, giving the offensive player kind of free reign, perhaps, perhaps. So, uh, but again, I think you're gonna see more of this as the season goes on, and I'll be talking about it. Uh, hey, it's okay. I'm here for it. So, uh, <laughs> just bring it on. It's fine. So. That's it. That's it. Um, I just wanted to talk about the scoring a bit and leave a segment for that. So, uh, yeah. So, let's see what week 21 brings. I'm sure it's going to be more zaniness. So, all right, guys. I'm going to cut it off there. Uh, coming up, I'm going to have player spotlight. I finally got it on, um, pretty much in hand. It's going to be on Cheryl Miller. So, uh, guys, I'll be having that shortly. So, again, thank you for listening, and we will talk soon. So, my peeps, if you enjoy what you're listening to, you can follow me on my Facebook page, GD That Sports Dude. You also can follow me on Instagram and TikTok at GD That Sports Dude, and also on Twitter. You can find me at GD That Sport Dude. Also, you can email me at That Sports Dude GD at gmail.com. You can also support me through my Zelle at that same email address. And also on anchor.fm slash GD That Sports Dude. You can hit the support button there to contribute to this podcast and also like me there as well. And again, I thank you for listening to this content.